Ghana Talks Radio. Ghana Talks Radio. This is big. This is big. We bring you local news, business news, international sports and entertainment news. Right here on GTR. GTR. Good morning and welcome to the Daybreak News on Ghana Talks Radio. Coming up, a Kofuado silence on calls for Oforiata's dismissal. Your men have been effective. Dagbong Overlord tells the Inspector General of Police. Your 2024 election fortunes depends on Swami Interchange Project. Ashanti Regional NPP tells government. And in other stories, Bola Tinubu inauguration, Nigeria was in new president. This business, sports and showbiz is coming in this morning's bulletin. The news will be read by Awintemi Akansukum. Now, the details. President Nanadi Danka Ekofuado on May 28 failed to give an update on the status of his finance minister Ken Oforiata after promising to take a decision on him after the IMF deal. Prior to the president's address, a section of Ghanaians were expectant that the president will make an announcement on the fate of the embattled finance minister. But contrary to expectations, the president stayed silent on the matter, leaving the finance minister's fate uncertain. It is, however, not known if the president will take a decision on Oforiata in the coming days. Over 80 NPP MPs in 2022 called for the removal of the finance minister over the country's economic rules. The MPs later softened their stance after meeting President Nana Edidankwa Ekofuado. They could told to the president's plea to have the minister stay in office to seal Ghana's bailout deal with the Britain Woods Institution. Now, after the successful completion of the IMF deal, some MPs have renewed their calls for the finance minister's departure, urging the president to fulfill his promise to let Oforia Tago. One of the MPs, Eugene Bwachi Enchi, MP for Sabin, says President Ekufuado must go by his promise to let Ken Oforiata go. My job is to expose the feelings I think are happening at the Ministry of Finance. Principle and conviction alone should make you resign, Eugene Enchi said. Now, the overlord of Dagbong traditional area, Yana Gariba II, has commended the police in Dagbong for what he says is their outstanding performance in ensuring peace, security, and order in the area. According to the king, the police leadership in the traditional area regularly liaises with him on security matters concerning the area. Your men are doing well in Dagbong. They have been efficient and they always liaise with my palace in dealing with issues in the tradition, hence the security and peace we are witnessing in the enclave. I thank you for the patience and the skills you are exhibiting as IGP. You are sacrificing your sleep and comfort for the good of the entire country. The people and chiefs of Dagbong are grateful for the work that you are doing. The overlord made the comments when the Inspector General of Police, Dr. George Akufu Dampari, paid a curtsy call on him as part of his working tour of the region. The IGP and some members of the Police Management Board are touring the Savannah and Northern region to touch base with police personnel in those regions 
to listen to their concerns on a first-hand basis. Now, in other stories, the new patriotic party NPP in the Ashanti region is pleading with the government to turn attention to the construction of the Swami Interchange project. After President Akufuado cut sold in October 2022, the project is yet to commence. The Forte Interchange project to be constructed in two phases within three months would include five overpasses and the widening of Kumasi Offense Road. Last week, some media personalities in Kumasi assisted some residents to clear overgrown weeds at the runabout, which is partially cut off. Regional NPP Chairman Bernard Nchibesiakon said the electoral fortunes of the party in the Ashanti region are heavily dependent on the completion of the Swami Interchange project. A press conference was organized by the party to mark the current NPP leadership's first year anniversary, touting the party's victory in Kumewu as the administration's major achievement. Chairman Wuntumi is convinced of breaking the eight. Now, the next president of Africa's largest democracy, Nigeria, has been sworn in at a ceremony in the capital Abuja. Bola Tinubu, 71, won February's election with a promise to renew hope, but he faces tough economic and security challenges. He takes over from two-time President Muhammadu Buhari amid a high inflation rate, record debt levels, and increasing cases of kidnap for ransom. Mr. Tinubu's victory is being challenged in court by his two closest rivals. They say the outcomes were manipulated by the outgoing president who did not run in the election after eight years in power said the results were credible and the vote was fair and transparent. Dignitaries from across the continent were at the swearing-in ceremony in the capital Abuja reflecting the significance of the event. Mr. Tinubu may have little time to celebrate as Nigerians expect swift action. Inflation is running at its highest rate for nearly 18 years. One in three people are unemployed and the output of the vital oil industry is shrinking. He will have to move quickly to convince people who did not vote for him that he is up to the task. The trained accountant is unlikely to be faced by the challenges. As a two-term governor of Lagos, he revitalized Nigeria's commercial hub, no easy job, and is well aware of the issues. His allies say he will take the same technocratic and thoughtful approach to running Nigeria, a vast country of more than 200 million people. But opponents of the new president say he has lost the vitality he used to forcefully modernize Lagos. Since the election, he has traveled abroad twice, raising questions about his health. In 2021, he spent months in London being treated for an undisclosed illness. He has brushed off the criticisms, saying the job does not require the fitness of an Olympic athlete and his associates are quick to remind everyone that U.S. President Joe Biden is older at 18. But if the candidates who came second and third, Atiku Abubakar and Peter Obi, in February's presidential election have their way, 
then Mr. Tinubu may not be in power for very long. The election tribunal is expected to start hearing the main arguments on Tuesday and the outcome of the case should be known within the next six months. Now moving to business this morning, a senior finance lecturer at the University of Ghana Business School, Dr. Benjamin Amwa, has forecast it will take not more than two years for banks to start paying dividends to shareholders after the shocks from the Domestic Debt Exchange Program, DDEP. His prediction follows a directive by the Bank of Ghana prohibiting the payment of dividends due to the program. According to him, the move by the central bank is in the right direction since it will help banks present plans to meet the recapitalization schedule. The Bank of Ghana argued that further incentives to banks to expedite the process would include restrictions in risk exposures and enhanced monitoring for those that do not meet minimum capital adequacy ratio and support for early recapitalization from the Ghana Financial Stability Fund. It explained that any government support for recapitalization will be designed to incentivize private capital injection and would be conditional on reforms to improve long-term profitability. Reacting to this development, Dr. Amwa appealed to shareholders to exercise restraint as good days are yet to come. Dr. Amwa added that the decision would help restore stability and resilience in the banking sector. He is optimistic the sector will soon see a rebound since banks play a crucial intermediary role in the distribution of money. He recalled that the economy has gone through such time well and has recovered from the shores. The Bank of Ghana gave banks up to the end of September 2023 to provide their recapitalization plan. Now in showbiz, Chelsea have announced the appointment of Mauricio Pechettino as their new head coach on a two-year deal with an option to extend for a further year. The former Tottenham boss will take over from Frank Lampard, who was tasked to lead the Blues until the end of the season following the sacking of Graham Potter. A club statement Monday said Chelsea Football Club is pleased to confirm Mauricio Pochettino will become head coach of the men's team from the beginning of the 2023-2024 season, adding the Argentine will begin his new role on 1st July 2023 on a two-year contract with a club option of a further year. The 51-year-old former Paris Saint-Germain manager will become the fifth coach Chelsea have hired since the start of 2022-2023 season. The third Bolly-led ownership started the season with Thomas Tuchel at the helm of affairs, fired the German and hired Graham Porter, who was in charge for only eight months. Porter was also sacked in April with his assistant Bruno Salter taking charge of one game before Frank Lampard was brought in on interim basis until the end of the season. Chelsea finished the season on 12th position in the Premier League with 44 points. 
Now moving to showbiz, veteran broadcaster and actor Mickey Osebeku, popularly known as Master Richard, has bemoaned the lack of financial remunerations in the entertainment industry in Ghana as compared to other sectors. During an appearance on an interview in the media, Master Richard of Taxi Driver fame candidly expressed his views on the financial aspect of the Ghanaian showbiz industry. Reflecting on his experience on the set of the popular television series Taxi Driver, he emphasized the non-monetary value it brought to his career and how the project played a significant role in shaping his identity within the industry. What happened on the set of Taxi Driver for me was the experience aspect. I always look at the positive side of staff. I could say Taxi Driver for me could, could say arguably is one of the projects that has made me who I am and you cannot count that in money, he disclosed. However, when it came to financial returns, Master Richard believed it was not something to boast about. He attributed this uh, perception to the prevailing mindset that showbiz is seen as a part-time venture rather than a profession that sustains livelihoods. You know, people consider showbiz as a part-time business. They don't really understand that it is what put food on your table. They think that if they ask you to MC their event and offer you food and drink, that is it. People do not regard this as an endeavor that pays so much. It was their difficulty at the time. And I think sponsorship contributed to that. He recalled, despite these challenges, Master Richard expressed no regrets about being a part of Taxi Driver, emphasizing its immense contribution to his career growth. For me, to say that Taxi Driver was something I've never regretted being part of because it, it added so much to my career. If you count that in money, you can't say anything, he concluded. And that's how we draw curtains on the Daybreak News on Ghana Talks Radio. Log on to www.ghanatalksradio.com for more of these stories. Follow us, Ghana Talks Radio, on all social media platforms. You can as well download the GTR app from your App Store or Google Play to listen. The news was read by Awin Temi Akansukum. And I say thanks so much for making time. Have a good morning. This is Ghana Talks Radio, the best station rocking in the nation.